Shui, welcome. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having me here. Good to see you again. Of course. I, did I say your name correctly this time? Shui, yes, you got it. <laughs> Man, I felt terrible. Like, I was calling you Shui for a while. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Shui is a good name. You know, be like water. It just means water, feng shui, as you know. And uh, especially buying real estate, we need to know about something about feng shui as well. So that's good. <laughs> Do you get some Australians calling you like Shui or am I the only person that was doing it? Yes, yes, actually quite often. Uh, Shui, Sean, Xiao, you know, this sort of a different uh, pronunciation, which I totally understand because this, uh, this is quite an uncommon name, you know, for a Westerners to actually pronounce. But once you get to, you know, the, the, the right rules of pronunciation, actually it's quite easy to, to catch up. So yeah, a lot of my friends actually, once they actually practice a couple of times, they'll get it, you know, sure. Especially in I, I was saying, you know, I always ask why. So this guy, that's why you call me Shui. <laughs> I love it. So you've got one of those really cool stories where, you know, you kind of, one of those stories where, you know, you read about a celebrity and you hear about their background. And I mean, I thought you could give a bit of a backdrop because from what I understand, you moved from China to Australia around 13 years ago with literally like $50 in your bank account. Do you want to maybe just give a, a high level snapshot of like how you came to Australia and then what the journey's been? Yeah, well, as, as you know, 2008, that's a good year. You know, GFC, everything you know, is happening on that year. Actually, I just graduated in China, one of the uh, top maritime universities there. I think the uh, sort of a sister university with uh, Tasmania Maritime University. But that time, actually, I was doing sort of a environmental engineering because I was, you know, really looking forward. You know, I think in the future, people really need to worry about the environment stuff. So that's actually what I really studied in. But I guess I was a bit too advanced to actually worry about, you know, the planet. So, you know, 2008 is a good year to actually not fighting any sort of a environmental protection job at that moment. So I was kind of, you know, getting lost, you know, where should I go? And uh, really uh, lucky that I found a professor who is also from the same hometown with me. And uh, he just told me, hey, actually, I've got a, a, a sign in law uh, in Tasmania. Actually, have you ever actually considered that, you know, go overseas to actually explore your potential, especially, you know, you can, you know, work while you actually study. Um, so initially, actually, I wasn't really thinking about that because, you know, my English was really, really poor. I couldn't really even understand, you know, people saying, how are you going? I was thinking that people are asking me where I'm going. So, <laughs> um, so at that moment, actually, I was quite struggled to actually say yes. But, uh, you know, end of the day, I was thinking, you know, if I really want to challenge myself and uh, change my result, I really want to do something that I've never done before. So that's why actually I decided to, to come. And the first barrier, of course, is English. I need to get the IELTS test. Uh, I find out all sort of ways to actually pass the minimum minimum requirement, and also the second one is actually really get the uh, the tuition fee, which is not 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 a small number. So I was actually asking my uncle to really borrow the money. So actually, I got uh, got the money from him and saying that I definitely want to do my scores well, and uh, you know I will actually hopefully get, can get some result in Australia. So that's actually how I came here. Actually, I came here as a negative sort of an asset because I borrowed a lot of money, <laughs> but. The, the thing is actually, you know, the, about the $50 issue is actually when I actually graduate, I haven't started my, uh, my uh, job yet. I, I uh, studied in uh, Curtin University in uh, Kaguli, small mining town. That's what, actually what I was studying because I was thinking that I was doing a bit of rehab stuff because I was thinking that when the mine is actually finished, we need to sort of do rehab for the mines. But actually what ended up actually really 
destroy the environment, really, how to get the, the all out of it or dirt and they really process it. That's not really what I wanted to do initially, but I ended up there actually thinking good career and especially being an engineer to actually challenging myself and get the problem solved. So I've been doing that for a while, but before that, actually, there's a gap that, you know, I, um, I finished my degree, but uh, I haven't started my job. You know, I couldn't even have money to actually pay my rent. So, you know, this was a really, really low time for me and no one is actually around me. So, yeah, that's, that was quite hard at that moment. Yeah, but end of, end of the day, actually, you know, I got a, a job from a good company, a mining company, and actually how I started my first career. But that's a long story until actually I got a, where I'm now. So I think probably, we probably would have time to explore a bit more later. I love the the backstory when it is challenging and you have to really get dragged through the flames. It, it makes it all look a lot better. So currently you're living in Sydney, is that correct? Yes, yes, I'm in Sydney. Okay, and you're running a buyer's agent business called Avocado Property? Yes, Avocado Wealth, actually. I get this name because actually, you know, avocado is a good fruit and there's some really big guru, I think, from Melbourne. I'm not mentioning his name. He mentioned something about uh, Avocado Smash. <laughs> That's actually where the name comes from. Hopefully, you know, my uh, buyer can actually eat a smash avocado every day. <laughs> I love it. I, it's definitely a catchy name. You're running a property buyers agency business. Is it a national investment business or how does it work? Yes, yes. Um, I mainly focus on uh, investment. Just maybe a little bit more about the background, how actually I end up doing this. Because, you know, after I was working for the mining company, actually, I was thinking that, well, it's a good job, really steady. But it's just really sort of a you know, typical job that, you know, every people was dreaming of. Uh, really good income, but sort of a, kind of lost my um, passion about what I, I really wanted to do. So in, one of the day, actually, I, I just remember, you know, one of my um, uh, friends, not friend, but actually landlord at that moment, when I was studying Kagoolie, I saw actually he got a bunch of keys there. So I was asking, why do you actually have so much keys? Uh, do you actually, you know, do you sort of a cleaning job or, or, you know, just really doing the key business? But he was telling me that, well, he actually owns 40 properties. And I was like, would you have a big loan? Because, you know, at that moment, I was thinking that, well, I'm never going to buy a property. I just want to rent because I can have the minimum liability. I can just go wherever that I want to go because that's easier for me. But after he replied to me that, well, actually, I'm not paying the loan, you know, you are paying the loan for me. Then actually got me thinking, you know, oh, well, actually, I'm paying the rent to him and he actually uses the rent to pay the mortgage. And then I start to thinking, actually, there's a seed planted in my heart that, okay, maybe at least we need to think about buying real estate as an investment, not as a home to actually being a liability. So that's actually how I started to actually thinking of real estate at the beginning. So after I graduate and I get a job, I desperately actually just want to get into the real estate. Of course, I made a lot of mistakes there, but after all, you know, I still get some sort of a return from the home that I bought first time. So... After that, uh, I was thinking, that, well, real estate is good. You know, I really want to see if I can do something around real estate or not. So that's where I uh, was trying to buy some investment property and uh, actually meet some sales agent. And, and actually, one, I bought an off, uh, off-plan property from them. Actually, that's where actually I see how much commission they earn. I was like, wow, that's good business. I really want to earn more money. So actually, I can get more money and invest in real estate and making more money. So that's my initial thought. And I never thought about, I would really love, you know, talking to people, sell in the service, sell property. I never thought about it. I was just like, no, this money looks good. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm really an introvert person. So when I started doing that, I realized that, okay, that's not a, what I really thought about it. You know, I was thinking that it's going to be an easy job. 
Uh, but even I prepared for myself to really read a lot of a, a successful master, you know, really about what we call it is actually chicken soup, right? So we have to drink all, all sort of a positive stuff to make myself uh, motivated to actually, you know, fight the strangers, to, to do business. But end of the day, what I found that this, the property that I sell is not really something that can make people wealthier. Uh, I made a little mistake there. Actually, I lost, uh, you know, half million plus the opportunity. I would, I would say at least a million dollars in real estate because actually I didn't really think correctly about what I should buy. I thought like every real estate is the same. But after I made a huge mistake, I actually I had a really, really low time. Pretty much actually all the savings has gone to the property, but I actually lost all the, all the deposit and, and the equity. So at that time, actually, I was so desperate and have a, a huge, huge, huge pressure. I even had a, some sort of a health issue that moment. So one day, actually, I was sitting, sort of sleeping on the bed of the hospital because I just had a, a, a operation, small operation there. So I was thinking, you know, what I really want to do in the future. And I just realized that actually some people actually bought property from me when I was doing the sales. It's not because they are rich. They are, you know, really want to just buy because, you know, they, they want to buy. Just really because uh, or they want to buy because they are rich or they have money, they buy probably from me because actually I provide a lot of value to them. Because at that moment, I'm still sort of a, trying to learn as much as possible about it, you know, tax, laws, every other thing. So actually, I shared a lot of the other side stuff with my uh, buyers. So some buyers who actually bought probably from me are those who really want to use probably as a vehicle to actually generate wealth. That's why actually I thought, you know, maybe this is actually the customer I really want to help because they actually value my service, value myself. And actually that's where I want to give back to them a bit more as well. And because of family reason, yeah, we removed to Sydney. That's why actually, you know, and I met you. That's actually, I think, oh, maybe, yeah, I never thought about a buy agency, but this is exactly what I want to do. So, yeah, I joined, I, I started my business about uh, two years ago now. Yeah, it's unreal. I remember when we first met, you just joined the Buyers Agent Institute and oh man, you've just, you've been crushing it. So a lot of your clients, where are they? Are they from China? Are they Australian? Like what, what's the demographic of your, of your client? Uh, currently 99% actually are local Chinese communities. I just had two consultation calls today, this morning. Both of them actually from Melbourne, quite interestingly. But I would say, you know, 70% of them from Sydney or Melbourne and uh, 30% from the rest of the country. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. And, What's happening now? Like you, you, you are very busy. It seems you got a lot going on. What, what are the plans for the next twelve months? So, so currently, yes, I am busy. Every single time or every single week, I probably would have around five to eight consultations, and I never need to make any sort of a cold calls now. I think I find, find the right way, the right way to talk to my customers. So actually, they actually come to me rather than I um, looking for them. So this make myself actually can focus on more my paid customers, I can actually contribute more time on them. So actually just uh, yesterday, got a, another property for one of my buyer, you know, around 80% discount from the uh, the asking price, which is fantastic. So yeah, she's quite happy and uh, I'm, I'm so also happy for her as well. So this is sort of uh, the business that I've been doing and now I actually have an assistant and uh, thinking of actually getting another person to help me on the um, admin marketing ID site. So actually making my business more high efficient to, to run. And in the next 12 months, hopefully actually I can help another few bias agents actually to help more people. Because I know that as a bias agency business, actually we are setting our, our time. 
And, and for myself, I only have 24 hours per day and I need to get my personal stuff. I need to sleep. So I know that how many clients that I can serve. But if I want to have more people, I really need to think a way that helping other people to helping buyers to buy properties. So I can't really rely on just myself. That's why actually I'm having a plan in the future to actually have a few more teammates to help me to serve more clients. Shui, I love it, man. I love it. And so has it been a crazy ride for you? Because I mean, it's never easy starting a business. Like, has it just been a bit, has it, I mean, I'm sure there's been the ups and the downs, right? Yeah, yes, yes. I'm not sure if, if you actually rem remember that. When I started a business, I was sort of a, not knowing that where I should go, uh, what I need to do. But I think I actually, I started a business at a really, really good time for myself because that was just really about the worst time of the pandemic. So everyone is locked down, myself as well, you know, we can't really go anywhere. So I need to think outside of the box, how can I reach more clients when I was staying at home? Uh, and actually, I don't really enjoy, you know, the off offline sort of event. I used to do that a lot when I was doing the sales, you know, because I, I was thinking that that's the only way that to meet strangers, meeting new clients. So I was thinking that that's numbers game. I need to talk to everyone, every single person that um, I want, I, I need to, then I can have a small chance to convert them to my customers. But I was initially thinking the same, but I was thinking, yeah, just doing that online. So I started to get on my YouTube channel and other few social media channels as well to try to actually get my voice out there. But initially, I just found that, well, nobody's listening to me. So initially, I was thinking maybe, you know, my camera is not good enough. You know, my equipment is not enough. My light's not good enough. But, you know, even I changed all this stuff, but still no, nobody really listened to me because, well, I don't know, you know, at that moment I was so struggling. I was like, well, is this really a good business? So I, I was a bit of not know what to do. And I actually asked you, you know, is there anyone that I can share though? Then, you know, you referred to me, um, one of the top vice agent um, in the Eastern suburb, Jack. And then actually I found that actually he's doing that so great. And it's not because, well, he's actually talking his service. Actually, he's talking about his client's result. He's talking about who's his potential client's needs. So then actually I was thinking that, well, maybe I need to think that way as well. And actually then I sort of changed my style and actually I made one of the... Um, my current mentor as well, who is a business mentor. So he also said exactly the same thing. You know, you need to think who is your customers and how you address your customers' needs and pain points. That's what actually they want to listen to you. Because what Dale Carnegie said that people doesn't really care how much, how much you know until they know how much you care. So then I realized that actually I need to, you know, really change my thinking, not really talking about my service, who I am, what I do. I really need to talk to people, you know, why they need to real estate, uh, why they need to buy real properties or when they buy properties, if they found this issue, what they need to do? Because what I found that a lot of people actually, they never thought about using a buyer's agent at that moment because every people think, oh yeah, buying a real estate, that's just so simple. I can do it. You know, everyone did that before, I guess. Um, especially for, for the Chinese community, you know, this probably would be the first time that they heard about uh, this sort of a service. So initially, you know, when I was just talking about my service, I do get a bit of phone calls, but most of them are just trying to, you know, find out what I exactly I do. Oh, you don't sell properties. Oh, how strange. <laughs> so that's actually, you know, this sort of a response that I got. But, uh, you know, once I really get the way that I, to address the pain point, you know, 
uh, they really need to someone to save the time. They really need someone to actually find the best property possible in the market, not really selling them something. Then actually, I felt some people really come to me and say, "Hey, Shui, I uh, listen to your your channel. Actually, I listen to your videos. I really learned a lot from what you what you taught us on on the video. Actually, now actually, I, I'm ready for you to help us to buy the property. You know, are, are you able to help us? Then actually, I, it's I realized that okay, this is the right way to communicate with my um, my my buyer with my potential buyer. So actually, they automatically come to me rather than I chase a body somebody that I I'm not even sure that he needs my service. So that's why actually these days I, I would say you know ninety percent of my time I'm still you know staying at home and you know people still come to me and so that's a big change for me. Like that's unreal. And how many clients you got at the moment? At this moment I've got a uh, seven on my book. Very good. And. Did you find it initially, I know you mentioned people thought you were selling property. Did you find it challenging to begin with to sign people up for them to understand of your culture around, you know, using a buyer's agent and having to pay a professional like you to represent them on the buy side? Yeah, yeah. Initially, I found it is difficult because firstly, I think I I didn't even believe myself. Uh, I think that was the first challenge because if uh, thinking of of now and uh, one year ago, I would think, you know, even talking about the same stuff, talking about in the same service, same service fees, I wouldn't be confident as today. Because today, actually, I've got a lot of results from my um, buyer. Actually, I see the result, what I, what I can do, especially, you know, once, uh, you know, the property that I bought for them, they are so happy about it. You know, they're thinking, oh, you know, your fees just really worth the, the, the money. Then I feel more confident to, you know, sharing people, okay, this is what I can deliver for you. But initially, I didn't even know that if I could deliver or not, or if this, that is possible or not. And another thing is actually what I found is that the other day, I was helping one of my clients to purchase a property. Once I told the, uh, the selling agent that I'm a buyer agent, I just feel that the way that they talk to me switch swift a little bit. And actually, they'd be more transparent and be honest with me, with the numbers, you know, with what happened about this property, what about the market. Then I just realized that, oh, wow, sometimes using a bias agent can really get the advantage that a normal or ordinary bias can't get because the selling agent actually sometimes they wouldn't really know this buyer, this buyer you know is actually fishing me for more information or genuine you know want to work with me but if there's a bias agent they know that this this actually is a professional this guy or, or lady would actually work in this industry for a long time and they are here to really really get the business together to you know bring uh, this deal done, and uh, you know, of course, you know, we need to make sure all the numbers are right. But they know that well, we actually representing a qualified client. That's why I feel actually I feel like okay, actually I did get a lot of advantage just because I'm a buyer search. Not even mention that I spend like full time to search the property on behalf of my uh, buyer. It's just like right, right, you know, when you go to a um, board competition. No matter how good I'm, I'm, I'm playing ping pong, right? So you, if, if you know that all the Asian, especially Chinese, are really good at ping pong, but I'm still amateur, right? So if I actually I meet any professional ping pong player, I'd be smashed. Like I, I couldn't even get a one score, you know? So, well, that is the thing, you know, come to real estate, the same. Some buyers may, you know, find a property a couple of years, find a one property and then a couple of other years, another. Some, some buyer may only buy one property in the lifetime. So how good they are, right? So if comparing to the sport, it's the same. If we're doing this every single time, every single day, like 
I, I just really can, can't imagine how much advantage that we could get for the buyer. So once actually I got this sort of mindset, actually I, I became more confident to share a bit more insight about you know what I can deliver for the buyer and actually what is their pain point and they want to really be sort of a soft or help. So yeah, these days actually I, I just found that uh, it's quite uh, easy to communicate and actually people, when I call in them, they know that who I am, they know that what I can deliver. It's just really for me to kind of understand their situation if uh, they only just need a bit of sort of a advice to go their own way or they actually really need my help. And then that's where actually I introduce my buyer's agent service. So I don't really sell my service to everyone. I only sell my service un- until they actually have found that they really need my service. It's like a doctor, right? So I don't sell a Panadol to everyone who just want, oh, I want a Panadol, right? Actually, I found that, okay, yeah, you do have a bit of in the root cause that they really need this medicine to, to solve, then actually I get a description saying, okay, you need to actually get this pill from the pharmacy. So actually I just feel this is the way that now I do, I do the business rather than, you know, just sell anything to everybody. I love it, Shui. You've done very well. You've built an incredible business. Um, you've come from very humble beginnings and you've really developed a life for yourself and a, and a, and a really powerful business. Where can people find you? You can follow me on LinkedIn. You can just search my name, Shui Luo, or you can just find me on YouTube. That's where actually I try to, you know, update a video every week, every single week. Sometimes a bit more often, sometimes I'm maybe a bit lagging because I was, you know, too busy with my paid customers. But I actually now have around, you know, 4,600 fans following me to listen to my video channels. But of course, you know, now actually I'm just only focused on the Mandarin because the other day when I was talking to Ben, you know, this is my niche. I really want to help my uh, community to get the advantage first. And in the future, you know, once I get into the, in the certain stage, uh, I definitely want to actually help more people. But, you know, at this moment, I just want to help my uh, community to get a, the most advantage when they buy in, uh, investment in real estate. Love it, Shui. Well done. Nice to catch. Great to hear your story and what you're representing and how you're building a business. So I'm sure people are going to be following you and they're going to be jumping into your YouTube. Hopefully they can understand Mandarin. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Actually, you know, I um, really learned a lot from you. I'm being inspired by you because I still remember like the first day when I received a phone call from Chris about, you know, should I actually really join your course or not? I was been struggling because at that moment, actually, that money for me is not a small investment. And I was sort of thinking that should I actually go back to corporate again or should I actually still insist to doing something in real estate and doing a business myself? So, yeah, I was so struggling. I think that call was sort of booked for 30 minutes, but I actually went around one and a half hours. <laughs> so, yeah, I was super, super struggling about making decision, but the one of the conditions that, you know, I really want to join the course is actually I want to meet you to really understand the, the true story about you. Actually, I really stalked a lot of information online about uh, you as well. And I really found that uh, you are a really genuine person, especially, you know, once I joined the course, the course I learned from you was like, wow, this is a gold mine. I, I never had a, a long online course like this before. You're so honestly genuine about what you, what you learned, your knowledge, your experience. There's nothing really hide from you. So that's actually, I learned a lot. And these days, even I was doing my business, I was keeping 
the same mindset because I, I don't want to just let people think that I'm hiding something from them. Even it's not, it's, it's not a good news sometimes. And especially when I was talking to my buyers, right? So if, if they're not engaging with me yet, I would just tell them, well, buying a property is not a rocket science. If you want to do this, this is how you do it. But I just really found sometimes this is how to do it. It doesn't really mean that you can do it, right? So it's like, a, yeah, everyone knows how to pl- play soccer, but putting it on the field, you can't score, <laughs> right? You need sometimes get some professional to do the job and get it properly done. So once people actually understand this, they actually uh, know that there is a transparent transaction and they actually have more faith in me. And actually, that's actually how I um, grow my business even a bit more faster. And I uh, really appreciate that uh, I learned this from you, not only about the, the experience about buying a uh, service, but also about how to run a business, how to treat other people, how to be uh, genuine, honestly, from your, from your heart. Actually, that's what I really, really learned from you. And I uh, really appreciate that. And I feel so lucky that I met you in my, actually one of my worst times as well, because at that moment I was really lost about two years ago. I didn't know where I should go, but now actually I, I did find my purpose. Really appreciate that, Ben. Man, I'm really just excited to share this space with you now and just, I guess, to for you to showcase your story. So thanks, man, and I'll catch you soon. 